Turn failure into success on today's episode of Serve No Master. Today's episode is brought to you by Digit. Save money without thinking about it. Get paid $5 just for signing up at servenomaster.com backslash digit today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. In 1968, a movie star ran for president as part of a Stop Nixon movement. This may sound a little bit familiar to you. He ended up winning the popular vote and actually in the total count had 16,000 more votes than Nixon. But due to the way the Electoral College works, the way things are split out, he ended up losing in the primary and Nixon became president. In 1976, he tried again against Gerald Ford. He lost by a measly 117 delegates. But nobody remembers either of those stories because in 1980, Ronald Reagan won the election and was president for the next eight years. He's remembered for ending the Iranian hostage crisis, for trickle-down economics, for airports, for libraries, and for ending or winning the Cold War. He's remembered for being a president, not for failing. No one remembers their previous failures. And even if you're a Democrat, you're not a Republican, you're not a Reagan guy, you still remember him as a president. You don't remember the failures. My first book on Kindle was a complete and total failure. I wrote a book on decluttering and I made a ton of mistakes. The coach I hired gave me bad advice, taught me a method that does not work, gave me information that was not applicable, and I made a bunch of mistakes. I paid $800 to have the book written by the person she recommended to me. It took me two years to launch the book. I let it sit on my hard drive for two years before I finally threw it up on Amazon. It still hasn't made back that $800. That book is still a net loss for me. I made a mistake. I lost a bunch of money. The second book I wrote, Learning From Those Mistakes, has made over $10,000 just in the last 12 months. Should I have quit after the first book? Should I have taken that $800 loss and said, you know what, I'm done, I'm not good enough, I'm a failure, I'm out of here and quit? No, because I would have left behind so much money. I would have left all of this money and entire business on the table. Sometimes we're going to hit failures and it's tempting to quit, it's tempting to give up but it's always darkest before the dawn. The key to running into these failures and to hitting walls, failing to hit your goals, is to understand what went wrong, to understand the difference between the two types of mistakes. There are systemic mistakes and random mistakes. A systemic mistake is a very big deal. This is where you make the same mistake over and over and over again. If you publish 10 books in a row and every single book gets one-star reviews saying you have terrible grammar in your books, That's a systemic mistake. You make the same mistake over and over again. The great thing about a systemic mistake is once you understand it and understand that it's a systemic mistake, you can then go and fix it. And you can easily fix that using the software I talked about in the Write Fast episode just two episodes ago. I use Grammarly. Problem solved. You can fix a systemic problem. The mistake most people make is not understanding that random errors are good. A random mistake is where one book has a bad cover, one book gets a bad review, one book has a grammar mistake, one book has a problem in the description, one book has some formatting errors. When you're running into different mistakes, that's good because it means you're not repeating previous mistakes. You're making random errors, so you're improving. Most people see those random errors and because they blame luck, fate, or the universe for their situation in life, they make a mistake and they destroy their business. If you have a series of problems in your business that are all different and you blame luck, you then decide this random error is a systemic error and that's where you run into trouble. It then becomes uncorrectable. You can't change luck, can you? 
If you decide that everything you're doing is wrong because you keep having these different random errors, you'll give up. That's when we give up. When we decide a series of errors that are random are actually systemic, that they're the same thing, we start to blame luck, fate, our lot in the universe, God, whoever you want to blame, we blame a third actor, and then that justifies us quitting because we've created a system we can't fix. Real systemic errors you can correct. Fake systemic errors are uncorrectable because we blame an outside external force. When you hit these failures, when you hit these walls, when you hit these challenges that you simply feel like you can't overcome, that's your opportunity to learn the most. That's when you really find out who you are. When I started out dabbling with Amazon, there were many people around me doing the same thing. I joined a mastermind group. I love coaching. So I had a bunch of other people inside the coaching group with me, 80 or 100 people who were all trying to learn Kindle and Amazon at the same time. Every single one of them ended up failing. They all quit because they made excuses. They decided they were running into systemic errors and that's failure turned into failure. When you hit a wall, when you hit an obstacle, you can either see an opportunity to learn or an excuse to quit. Most people, people, 99% of people are looking for any excuse they can find to quit. I talk to other writers all the time. I talk to everyone who emails me all the time. I communicate with people on social media as well. Mostly I do email. That's the best place to reach me. I always check my emails myself. I talk to people all the time who have a book written that they've never published. They have an idea that they've never written out. And we have these barriers in our mind. What if nobody likes it? What if I don't do good? What if it doesn't make any money? But those are just words. A book that fails and a book you never publish both make nothing. There's no risk of loss, only emotional. We're worried about getting our feelings hurt, worried about the feeling of failure, and it turns us into failures. I was just talking to someone yesterday who's so driven to become successful. He's published four or five books. They've all been failures. He's published four or five books that have all been failures commercially, not because of lack of execution, but because of lack of knowledge. He was following a different system that gave him some bad information, didn't tell him everything he needed to do, so some of the steps he was performing out of order. When I see his situation, what I see is amazing execution, and I know that he'll be successful as soon as he has the right information. And I'm very excited to see where he takes his book business over the next two, three, and six months. People that execute are diamonds. Become a person who executes and you can turn failure into success. I can tell you right now, all five of those books he has online, we're going to turn all five of them around. I know exactly what he needs to do. I can give him the guidance and he's going to turn them into champions. I'm so excited to see what he does, to watch him turn into five, six, seven figures from his Amazon business. It's amazing. When I meet someone whose problem is lack of execution, I get very worried. I can't cure lack of execution and nobody can. It's something completely internal. I do a lot of things to try to help people like you execute. I run a contest every month to help you cross different finish lines. I give away tons of prizes. I give away free products for people that take actions I request. For people that will write me honest reviews or leave review videos, I give them free products. And in my courses, you can learn everything you need to do to make one, two, five thousand $5,000 a month. I break down how to start making real income quickly using the internet, understanding and navigating the paths that can be very confusing if you don't have a guide in front of you. But most people cannot execute, even with prizes in front of them. Most people will not do small acts. This is why 90% of people don't leave reviews. This is why 90% of people don't read books. This is why 90% of people who download podcasts probably don't listen to every episode. It's not unique to me. It's just how everyone in the world works. Becoming one of those 10% of people who's an executor, who's an action taker, who responds to failure by seeing opportunity. That's when you can achieve great success. About a year ago, Amazon made some big changes in their Kindle Unlimited system. They changed the way they paid authors and it destroyed the businesses of a lot of authors around me. They also changed some of the rules about how you can advertise your book, how you promote your book, some simple things like that. And the easy techniques that most people around me were using didn't work anymore. So most of those authors quit, they gave up. 
And when I saw that, my first thought was, oh man, what am I going to do now? This is so hard. But then everyone around me started saying they were quitting, they were moving into another business, they were going to do something else. I got excited because I see opportunity. If everyone else is quitting, if I can figure out how to overcome that challenge, my competition just dropped by 90%. Now, instead of competing with 90 other books, I'm competing with one or 10. That's amazing. I love when there's a big barrier because I know most people have a natural inclination to quit and that provides opportunity. That mindset is what will turn you into an unstoppable champion when you realize that every failure is when you learn. There are two types of people in this world. There's people that have been punched in the face and people that haven't. The last time I was punched in the face was by a United States Marine. I was in a nightclub walking up a flight of stairs. I didn't know him. I didn't recognize him. It was someone I'd known in my past, someone who dated an ex-girlfriend of mine. I can tell you right now that Marines are really good at punching. He punched me in the face a bunch of times and I flew down this flight of stairs, rolled down maybe a flight and a half of stairs, quite a distance. Fortunately, club security then grabbed the guy and threw him out. That's the last time I was punched in the face. It really hurt. I had a roommate a few years later when I was living near London. I was telling him this story. He was so scared. I said, why are you so scared? What's the problem? I found out he'd never been punched in the face. People who've never been punched in the face are really, really scared. We're scared of it because you don't know what it feels like. But once you experience it, it's not that bad. In all these different areas of life, things are really scary until we try them. Now, punch in the face is just one example. And I'm not expecting every woman who follows me and every new mom to go out and join a fight club. That's not what I'm saying. But all of these things we're afraid of disappear once we've experienced them. I traveled around the world and DJed for a long time. I've DJed on three continents. I've opened for some really big DJs that I'm very excited about. I had a radio show for a while. I was very nervous about certain things happening, about the audience turning against me, about having problems with mechanical failures, about anything bad happening, all these different mistakes. And I've been through all of them. I've had to DJ a gig where the headphones weren't there, which is almost impossible. You can't hear the next song. You can't prepare anything. You just have to go by instinct and feel. Probably the hardest thing I've ever had to done. I've had the entire club, all the power go off. I've had people come up and request songs that I don't own and threaten to beat me up if I don't play them. I've had one person at a party I was throwing at an event where I was DJing in Japan. Someone spilled a drink over one of the turntables and I had to turn it off so it didn't explode. DJing with only one record table is very, very hard. All of these things I was afraid of disappeared once I'd experienced them. The fear of the unknown is much stronger than the fear of experience. I never want to get punched in the face again. I did not like it. I did not enjoy it, but I'm less afraid of it than someone who's never experienced it before. I know what it feels like. I know that I can survive it. These fears you have, fear of failure, once you actually experience that failure, you go, oh, it's not that bad. I have friends who've gone all the way down and had to declare bankruptcy. They've had to close down different accounts. They've had to deal with creditors. That stuff is horrible. It stinks. But then they discover, oh, I can handle it. You have more metal inside of you than you realize. There's more strength in you than anyone has ever realized. You can accomplish amazing things. When you experience failure, the fear disappears because you're still alive. Now, really bad things have happened in my life. Really bad things happen in people's lives around me all the time. That's life. Bad things do happen. Scary things happen. Sometimes a business idea falls through. Sometimes we run into big money troubles. Sometimes someone's really mean or really scary. We deal with different problems. But when you come out the other side, you discover that you're so strong. There are so many things in life that I never thought I'd be able to deal with, that I've had to deal with, that I've faced down the barrel. And when I came out the other side, my fear disappeared. And when you have no more fear, that's where you become limitless. Something amazing happens. When you have a blog fail. And it might happen. It stinks. If you follow my system, I'm going to do everything I can to protect you from the happening, but it might happen. Anything is possible. Maybe your website gets hacked and everything gets lost and it stinks. You didn't back up your website correctly or the backup got lost. These things happen. It's a nightmare. It's very sad, but it happens. 
When you come out the other side, you'll rebuild it from the ground up with your new knowledge and you'll build it better than it ever was before. And your fear is gone. Suddenly you're not afraid of these problems. You're not afraid to write the posts you always wanted to write. You're not afraid to really build your business in a new way. You become someone so much stronger. The failure is what will strengthen you. Some of the greatest and most powerful people in the world failed on their way up. I started off with a story about Ronald Reagan and how he failed his way into becoming a president for eight years, reelected, failed his way to the top, ran for president twice, failed two times, then he finally got it. There are tons of stories like that. Many, many people fail in different areas. When we only focus on the failure, we often miss the opportunity. This is where people hit the dip. This is where people hit the wall. They quit too soon. They get too scared. We get overwhelmed. We make a mistake. Something doesn't work. Our first idea doesn't make any money. My first idea online didn't make any money. Money, neither did my second. If you listen to episode two with Jim's interview, he spent two years not making any money, just trying to break in and understand and succeed with Facebook advertising. And because he stuck with it, because he kept trying, because he did not accept failure, he's now a millionaire. He's basically retired. All he does now, own a business that he lets some of his friends run on his behalf that makes a lot of money. And then he buys companies and sells companies all the time. He's now an angel investor and someone who buys and flips businesses. He became extremely wealthy because he did not accept failure. If you haven't listened to that episode. It's so worth it to hear the story of someone who sacrificed and bled his way to the top. When we see people at the top, we forget about their failures to get there. We forget about their struggle. But when we're looking at ourselves, we only see the failure. Nobody who looks at me right now sees a failure, but it's very easy for me to look at individual projects or individual things I've worked on. I worked on a project the first time I worked with a partner five years ago. I created a product. I wrote the sales letter. I worked so hard. The person was a monster, a horrible person on a core level. I ended up in the emergency room because he gave me so much stress, it messed up my heart. He eventually stole all of the content that I created and sold it and probably made around $100,000 from what he stole from me. And then went out into the world and would post in Facebook groups, write messages about me all the time. But whenever he saw me face to face, because he's a worm, because he's a cockroach, he would run away and hide. He would never say to my face the things he would post in Facebook groups that I wasn't a member of. He's one of those people that will steal from you and then write horrible things about you. Now, I haven't heard from him in a few years. I don't care what's going on with his life. He's pretty irrelevant to me. That's why I would never say the person's name. But he likes to post messages with pictures and things about me sometimes. Who cares? If you only judge me in relationship to that business deal, you would think I'm a loser. I let someone steal from me. I let someone steal my ideas, steal money, and write bad things about me and badmouth me. Don't let yourself be judged by a single moment. That relationship is one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because he badmouths me all the time, people who encounter him in business discover he's a vile person. He badmouths me so much that people that work with him realize they hate him, come and find me. I've probably started 10 business projects from people that hated working with this guy. He badmouthed me. They go, wow, this guy's badmouthing Jonathan and this guy's a monster. Jonathan must be awesome. And they come and work with me. He's driven tons of business into my life. So I have no complaints. I haven't thought about this story in years. I'm only telling it with you to be really honest because I think you deserve that. We're going to have failures. We're going to have mistakes. We're going to hit walls. You don't give up. Some partnerships fail. Some marriages fail, but we don't give up. We keep fighting. If you were to look at my dating track record, I've had hundreds of relationships fail. I've asked out tens of thousands of women who said, no, you could easily look at the track record of failure and say, he's a failure. Look at all these failed relationships. But now I'm in the relationship that will rest the rest of my life. I've got two amazing kids. We're thinking about having the next one. I definitely want to have more kids. I love having kids. I'm in an amazing phase in my life where I really enjoy fatherhood. And that's a success. Don't judge yourself by the little failures. They're just stepping stones on the path to that moment of success. I think of myself as a great success. Every goal I've set in life, I've hit. I've hit nearly all of them. Not all of them. I wish I'd hit 
100% of my goals, but I've hit many. I dreamed of being a best-selling author. I dreamed of selling a thousand books and a hundred thousand books. I dreamed of having a podcast that people actually listen to and now it's real. So many of my dreams have become reality. I dreamed of living on a tropical island in paradise and now it's reality. Failure is just a step on the way to success. It's only a failure if you stop and don't learn from it. If you decide this is the moment when you quit, this is the moment when you give up, then the failure can define you. But as long as you keep going, you will eventually hit success and that will be the way you're remembered. My eternal legacy is not a failed business deal or my decluttering book that didn't do well. My legacy is my bestseller, Serve No Master, my story helping people change their lives and find freedom. That's my legacy. My success becomes my legacy. And it's the same thing for you. You might hit a few failures. You might hit 10 failures. Happens. Not to everyone, but to some people. Don't think you're unlucky. Just realize that if you keep fighting, you're going to hit that one success that makes up for all those failures. And when you have that huge success, that's how people will define you. That's how you can be remembered. And that's when you'll achieve that financial success that you deserve. Do not give up too soon. Don't let fear stop you. Because once you break through that fear barrier, everything becomes possible. Nothing is scary anymore. We're only afraid of the unknown. But once you know what it feels like to have a project fail, to go through a bankruptcy, to go through something scary, and you come out the other side, you come out stronger. No boxer becomes a champion without getting hit. No business person becomes a massive success without running through some failures. It's normal. It's a part of life. I want to prepare you for it now so that you don't think you're unique, that you don't think the failure is the end of your story. Get ready for those tough moments. They're going to happen. But when you break through, when you keep pushing, you're going to find the success that defines you. And I'm very excited to hear about it. When you hit that next failure that feels overwhelming, just remember it's a stepping stone on the path to success. It's not the end of your story. It's simply a footnote. Nobody remembers the primary election of 1968. Nobody remembers Reagan losing in 1976. He's only remembered for his win and you're going to be remembered for your win too. And I'm very excited. Can't wait to hear about it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that together we can achieve true freedom.